I'll give you a quarter if you can tell me who did this. I don't want to know. All right. All right, how about this? Welcome to Oprah. No, no. Welcome to the Fright Club Podcast. I'm Hope Madden. And I'm George Wolf, and we're from MadWolf.com. I was jamming there for a minute <laughs> on that Shaka Khan. And <laughs> Helen Reddy, by the way, for you trivia nuts. <laughs> Helen Reddy with the I Am Woman. See, we're 30 seconds into this, and I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about the women, the the evil women, the she-devils, right? Devils, That's right, right yes. Because today we're going to celebrate our five favorite female villains in uh, horror movie history. Yeah, and when we got into this, uh, it was funny because there was a lot of borderline. Like, yeah. is, is, is she a villain? Right. So we came uh, up with rules. Great ones. We, we got rules. We came up with rules. We got rules, and you could appeal these, but you'll <laughs> lose because we made the rules. That's right. So <laughs> no, the, fir- the first no. rule was... Don't the- talk about Fright Club? <laughs> no, no. No, no, that's no. the rule that it should always be broken. That's right. Please talk about Fright Club. <laughs> now, the first rule was she has to be the main villain. So, for example, Mrs. White, Carrie White, Mrs. Oh. White, Piper Laurie, one of the greatest, freakiest, scariest the people. Greatest. But, that shit insane. That's true. But in a the, good way. In a, in a great way. Oh, but, I love it's, it. you know, it's also the prom goers, right? I mean, they're the, you, yeah. know, sh- you know what I mean? It's, and PJ Souls. PJ Souls. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who got mad at me about the PJ Souls? Who was that that emailed me or texted and said, what, what, Well, I think they said, like, come on. Like, come on, really? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I hear you, because that's a, that's a great, great villain. But, yeah, there's so much more going on there. And there are a lot of other people in that sort of category, like uh, Julia from Hellraiser. She's great. I love her. Yeah. But clearly, Pinhead yeah, and now. the Cenobites are the main villains. Yeah, but she is. She's, she is. She's, she's great. She's awful. But so, yeah. So, and how she's, you know... Out, you know, very visual, uh, very clearly turned on yeah. by all this stuff she, that's going on. That's why I like Hellraiser creepy. more than you do. Because you like when creepy women are turned on by nasty business. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Should three think our okay, relationship. Next question. And then the other line was that you can't be actually the hero of your movie. So, for example, Ginger and Ginger Snaps, right? Yeah. Or Mary and American Mary, or May and May. They're all named after them, apparently. Mm. Carrie. Right, she's right. she kills a lot of people. Yeah, but she's she's not the villain in her movie. So that's so that's a rule. So so speaking of which, that means that the woman in the woman couldn't make the list. What made me want to bring that up just I now? I don't know. Do tell why <laughs> you want to bring up the woman and um, a certain star of the woman, Pollyanna McIntosh. I get to talk to Pollyanna McIntosh on Wednesday, and I'm incredibly geeked about it. I tell you what, when she got this news yesterday, I had to break out the smelling salts. <laughs> I think. Because well, when someone asks the two of us, hey, do you want to interview Polly Anna McIntosh? I know who they're not talking to. <laughs> they're not talking to me. No, that is great. I'm, is. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, I mean, I'm very excited. Not that I wouldn't want to, but oh, you are yeah. so much more uh, qualified, I think, to talk to her. Geeky. Uh, geeky. And that's okay. <laughs> um, you know. So, yeah, I get to talk to her about, specifically about Let Us Pray. Uh, a film of hers is going to be out on VOD here pretty soon. So, I'll have the review for that up over on Screen Relish as well as the interview up over in Screen Relish. So, have a look. ScreenRelish.com. ScreenRelish.com. Where, in fact, also, right now, I did the uh, I did the Saturday Screamer this week. One of our very favorites, Eden Lake. Oh, yeah. So, you can, yeah. you can read that over on ScreenRelish.com yeah, as well. We talked about that, Eden Lake, a little bit. And I think... Not, you know, I'm not, not like we're taking credit, but I think in the past few years, that has started to get more uh, eyeballs on it and more respect. Yes, and because, totally because of Michael Fassbender. Well, oh. <laughs> and Michael Fassbender, maybe, a little bit right, on his right. part. But also um, Mary, um, you know, the actress. 
Or uh, Kelly, I'm Kelly sorry. Riley. Kelly, Kelly Riley. Riley. I'm thinking of Mary Riley, that yeah, awful, that awful uh, Julia Roberts movie. Uh, Kelly Riley. Uh, she has and, uh, her share of... Um, O'Connell. Oh, and uh, Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell. Yeah, from uh, from Unbroken and right. then 71. So I think those reasons and, and the fact that it's a solid movie... It is. Uh, it's really It good. started to get a little bit more, a little bit more cred that it deserves. So, yeah. So, yeah, so um, that was the Saturday Screamer. Check that out. But we're getting off the track. We are. We're getting off the track. And um, we got, uh, as always, we keep the conversation going between Fright Clubs, mainly on Twitter, which we love. We're at Mad Wolf, M-A-D-D-W-O-L-F. And um, we got some feedback um, from a few things, right, last week? Yeah, we did. Um, and actually, a couple of the, my favorite one was on Facebook, actually. Uh, Bridget Oliver over on Facebook created a meme for us. Oh, that's so awesome. It's so great. <laughs> we talked so much about a kill list right. last week. Last week we did zealots. Yeah. And uh, we how, how much we liked uh, the first when the first victim there says thank you. Right. The, so she made this meme and it, it said, uh, oh, there's a new Fright Club podcast and uh and you have the little they have the guy the priest guy right. going, thank, thank you, you. and i oh, just so laughed great. and laughed so thank you so for that. thank you for that <laughs> don't but kill me but also thank you. on on facebook the coughlin low watch she rewatched frailty because of that list she'd not seen it before yeah. and then the two of them because of the week before they watched uh, the loved ones and had not seen it before and liked it and got that song stuck in their heads so um and we'll talk more about that coming up, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, then I also wanted to say Craig over uh, over on uh, Screen Relish. Uh, we work for him over at ScreenRelish.com, and he's a listener. And he remi- he actually made me aware of a film, a Ben Wheatley film, who's the director of Kill List. Mm-hmm. I'd not seen before Sightseers. Oh, yeah. And I watched it yesterday, and it is hilarious. Nice. Very bloody, okay. but really, really funny and much, much different than Kill List. But worth checking out. Good. I didn't see that. And we started to get, even though I don't think we officially started um, campaigning, to get your favorite uh, hard-to-watch extreme scenes. We started to get a few, which is great. Right. Uh, we, you know, we love it. And so we're starting to get a few of those. And believe me, when it gets closer to the time that we do that, we will really be um, very demonstrative about yeah, this time know. to let us yeah, know. Let but us if you know. want to let us know, anyway, that's fine. Anytime. We- we'll collect that. And also, actually, what came up last week, maybe we would do one about spooky scenes. And uh, on Twitter, at NACMAC, he said, and it's a couple of scenes that are really great, and we're checking out from uh, Tale of Two Sisters, which I love. I love that So we're starting to get those, you know, the extreme scenes, of course, the entire Serbian film, and then, (laughs) you know, uh, that Sallow, Mm. uh, is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, the Marquis de Sade thing. So anyway, there's a lot to go there, and we are going to be asking for your specific hard-to-watch extreme scenes, because there's a lot. If you want to keep them coming, that's fine, but we'll get to that in more specific fashion a little bit later on. So... Let's jump in. Let's jump in uh, to the best of five, our f- top five favorite female villains. And we'll start with a, uh, the youngster on the, the list. The youngster from 2002. It's Samara from The Ring. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? You start to play it, and it's like somebody's nightmare. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. I watched the tape. Yeah, and actually, I've noticed in the past few weeks um, on the internet that she's popped up uh, with a lot of postings. Where have you seen her now? Remember the little girl from the ring? Have you seen her now? And of course, she's very pretty. Yeah, and well, she was an awfully cute. Little she girl. was, but they sure made her spooky. And I and oh, I know, yeah. 
you know, the, the, the legend has it or that the uh, the actual person coming out of the TV was a right. man. Yeah, it was. But that's yeah. fine. Oh, yeah. She's oh, still. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It, it was great. Yeah. The, the acting, the performance yeah. was, was uh, Davy Chase. And yeah. then, but the, the fact that then they paired her up with the one that comes going to come out of your TV at you was, yeah. oh, that creepy looking, just grisly, yeah. wet, nasty looking man. That was awesome. But that, that was doesn't so great. take away from the fact that she was a creepy little she kid. She was great. She had that just cherubic, those little puffy, sweet cheeks. And then, you know, um, but I'm not going to. I mean, she just, <laughs> yeah. you know, she delivered <laughs> lines really, really well. And it was contrasted well with the little boy. Yeah. Because he had the wide eyes. And every time he found out what was going on, he said, no, you, you know, you saved her. You can't do that. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't. And then the whole thing was contrasted back and forth between the two kids, um, which was interesting. And we've talked about this movie before. Right. With good reason and how good the actual tape is. That's one of the things I love about it mm-hmm. because, you know, when you... And then it's the, one of the rare examples where... I personally prefer the remake to the original. Yes, I do you know. too. I um, do too. Uh, and I, I did see the the original second. I saw that. You know, I think you did too. And didn't we see the the remake first and then go back and watch? Or had you seen? I the, had seen Ringu you had before. Seen it? Yeah. Okay. I hadn't. And going back to see Ringu the second time, yeah, I, I really prefer yeah. uh, the American remake, which I think is rare. As it you is. Said. It's very uncommon. Um, Gore Verbinski, though, was the director, and he just did a great job. He just yeah. did a great job. Yeah. You know, Naomi Watts. And, and, you know, it's a, it's a really strong, solid cast. It is. And as we've said before, the fact that it's PG-13 yeah. and still is as creepy as oh, it can super be. Super creepy. Yeah, is, is one of the things that makes it effective. But specifically, that's what we're talking about, the female villains. And it's easy to forget, I suppose, with how little and cute she is the villain. She is the oh, villain. Oh, yeah, she is. And the start of this whole thing. Oh, yeah. She's great, though. Yeah, she is. And uh, especially as they get you know, deeper into the mystery because I think for so much of the movie, you think that it's because she's abused. Right. You're trying to save her yeah. just as, you know, just as Rachel is trying to save her. But if she'd ever talked to her son, he, he would have been, <laughs> but she doesn't. This was, the movie is basically about a really bad parent and a, a pretty weak reporter, really, to be yeah. truthful about yeah. it. So yeah, that is true. That just is talk true. to your son. That's, that's what the movie's all about. <laughs> talk with your kids. They'll put you on the right path. But, uh, yeah, and the sequel, unfortunately, not worth mentioning, no. so we won't, although I did. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but number five, Samara. And that's a cool name, Samara. It is. You know, it it's is. a good, creepy name. Yeah, from 2002, it's The Ring. Moving up, and with the, number four, this movie has a special place in our hearts because <laughs> it was not, wasn't officially our first date, but it was the first movie we went mm-hmm. to together. It is was. that right? It so was. it kind of sets... Kind of sets the tone for our uh, <laughs> our life together. Our life together, <laughs> going back to 1990. Who can forget uh, Kathy Bates in Misery? Paul, do you know about the early days at the Kimberly Diamond Mines? Do you know what they did to the native workers who stole diamonds? Don't worry, they didn't kill them. That would be like junking a Mercedes just because it had a broken spring. No, if they caught them, they had to make sure they could go on working, but they also had to make sure they could never run away. The operation was called hobbling. Any for God's Shh, darling. Trust me. God's sake. It's for the best. Any please. That's really when you know. <laughs> Even though she blows away the sheriff at the top of the stairs later. But speaking uh, of scenes you gotta turn away from, you know, yeah. and it's just so well built up and you know, James Kahn is like, I don't I don't know what you're thinking right now, Annie, but yeah. you know, please don't do this. Yeah. And, and then, oh my god. You you, you just catch that, you know, she just whispers, darling. Oh my uh, god. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and oh, and then just for a split second, you see his foot oh. go, uh, you know. <laughs> um, but she is, she's wonderful. Oh, she and, won the well, Oscar. She won the Oscar. That's right. Yeah, and I don't, 
I'm pretty sure at the time in 1990, she pretty much came out of nowhere, didn't she? Had yeah. she done a lot of things she before had, that? No, a handful of things. She kind of, you know, kind of banged around Hollywood for a long time. You know, she's not your leading lady type. But she's not, but she's, that was you know, one of she's the She's always things. really, really good. We watched Coven the last two seasons, and she's magnificent oh, in Coven. I mean, great. she's just always wonderful. She, she really is. And, and you know, um, she's got this sort of, you know, country kitchen, you know, aw shucks thing, just down. It's so natural. And she's also got the physical presence where you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah she can swing that mallet. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. And she can drag him because oh, yeah. he was on, from that car, right. from the snowy car. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. She was just a perfect, perfect uh, actress for that role. And, you know, we've mentioned before about Stephen King doesn't end well. No. Uh, this is definitely one. I didn't read this book, so no. I, I don't know how much they changed or didn't change from it but uh this is definitely one of the best uh film adaptations of, of stephen king books that that i've seen oh absolutely uh, yeah because it, it does end well and um it has a it's funny well, because, and it's uh, rob reiner who also did stand by me which yeah. is one of the other great stephen king yeah, adaptations yeah, that is true but it's very when you consider who wrote it and it's mm-hmm. about a writer it's very meta in that way well also he wrote it while he was recovering from having been in a car accident yeah. so it's it's clearly just his nightmare of this is you know it was it was really really well done it really, really well is. thought yeah. out it, one of the better written stories um and and uh just you know like really just a two-person cast and they were both great yeah and it's it's nice because it's a slow it, it's it's one of those um one of those instances that the audience knows before yeah. she does mm-hmm. because you know what um, I forget uh, James Conn's character's name is, but the writer is going to, is killing off yeah. uh, um, misery Chastain. M- misery Chastain. Yeah, I was thinking Jessica Chastain. No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's killing off, and you know, like, oh, when she finds out yeah. that she's been killed off, it's not going to be pleasant. No, so yeah. he's in trouble. Yeah, he's in trouble, and that is is one of those factors when the audience knows it first it adds to the dread and then the slow build and then you find out just how how psychotic she is but in in such a great way and so much of it i can't i just can't imagine anyone else playing that role i'm with you i really can't she was perfect yeah she was fantastic and i don't know who else i'd have to go back and look at who else was nominated in 1990 yeah but it's so great that she won because so you, you don't not only do you not see horror movies win a lot of Oscars out of Silence of the Lambs, but when they do, people are mad. Yeah. Remember how people got up in arms uh, from Silence of the Lambs when it cleaned up the Oscars Mm -hmm. as it should have? Right. You know, as it well deserved. But uh, some people, you know, the the anti-horror crowd, I guess. I guess. Uh, But... uh, Babies. (laughs) Babies. (laughs) But yeah, Annie Wilkes, Misery, Kathy Bates from 1990. That is number four. So if that's number four, you know the top three are going to be good. Let's start with one that's maybe more uh, appealing to my side of the booth today. Um, I throw this in a lot of these. I'm going to try to see if I can stop choosing Countdown specifically so I can throw this movie in. But I'm going to go do it again today. Lola from The Loved Ones. Will you go to the dance with me? Sorry, Lola. I'm going with Holly. I'm going to stab Holly in the heart. Just like you did to me. Yeah, and that, that's not to say that I don't like this movie. I do. You just wish that I could give it a you, rest. You go so far <laughs> over the top with this movie. Um, but I agree. Robin McCleavy. McCleavy is fantastic. She really is. In, in this part. And uh, as, as we've discussed on a couple of times, it's about the, the girl who gets spurned uh, at the prom. Uh, the boy that she asks, you know, uh, is already spoken for. And uh, you find out that she's been down this road before with some boys that uh, got her attention and didn't end, end well for them. And so 
he ends up back at her house with her crazy dad and bright eyes there, mom, <laughs> I guess, and power tools are involved oh and hot boiling water. <laughs> and But she is just, she's just relentless. She is. Not only the uh, character, right. but in a way, the, the performance. Right. And, and she's so, like giddy, happy, gleeful. She's just a princess. She's just taking it one step further, you know? And her relationship with her dad, what is going on? And that song and that pink dress. I mean, there's so much about this movie that is familiar in a way. And then just the way they take it is completely unique. You're just, where where is this going right now? Mm -hmm. What's happening right now? And, and, and all of it, I mean, the whole movie is very well done, but all of it hinges on Robin, Robin McLeavy's performance. She just could not be any better. And there is a a definite undercurrent of humor. Definitely. Not only in uh, the main uh, plot, but there's a side plot uh, about a, a friend who takes this goth girl to the right. prom, and he's you know intimidated by her and how it, how the night ends up for him, uh, and that's almost all for comedy. But you know, there's a sad underpinning. Actually, the whole movie is really pinned together in a way that they don't throw at you, mm-hmm. but it, it has to do with this opening tragic scene, and then you realize that this this boy that's involved in the opening tragic scene, he's really the underlying pin through the entire movie, and uh, they don't. It's just it's very well written. It's really well put together, it is. and uh, but it still takes you in places you just. Can't believe that it's going. And one of the reasons it's as fun as it is is Robin McLeavy. Yeah, I, it's, it's all on her. And have we seen her in anything since she's then? on? She's on the TV show Hell on Wheels. I don't know if that's Hell still on. on. Wheels. I don't know if that's okay. still on TV, but I know she's on there. Yeah, we are. We are really behind in our TV watching, and, I, and <laughs> I'm not going to pretend we're going to catch up no, because we're not. No, um, watch a lot of movies. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, well, it's good because she definitely deserves to be yeah, out there does. doing something. Yeah, and does. and I'd, I'd love to see her in uh, in more big screen stuff, but. Very, a uh, very um, uh, unforgettable character. Yes. Um, yeah. So love that the loved ones. But speaking from, of which, from we're going to move on to number two. This is one I know that you agree with me. Oh on. yeah, from nineteen ninety nine audition. <laughs> doesn't sound like that's no one's having fun in that clip <laughs> no not a lot of fun in the movie no um but and this if actually, you hear at the beginning or i'm sorry at the very end of that clip mm-hmm. the phrase that she mentioned it translates to does that hurt <laughs> nice you know which she says many yeah. times does it hurt does yeah. it hurt like yes yes i'm guessing <laughs> that it hurts <laughs> those aren't squeals of joy oh man it's so so effective and uh, honestly this was a this was a tight race for us for number one uh number one and number two were a pretty tight race and the name of the uh, the name of the the, the the character's name is asami asami, asami. and i'm not 100 percent cer- certain how you pronounce the actress's name um ihishina is what i would all think. right i'll go with that um but, Apologies if we exactly. if, if we messed it up, but yeah, she's great, and and the movie is if if you're not familiar, please uh, please see it. But uh, it's about a guy who ends up running a fake a fake movie audition, a fake right. talent audition, just for the sake of getting a woman. Yeah, really. He's got uh, a TV producer friend. He's a widower, and his TV producer friend talks him into doing this, and so he picks this. Asami as and she is she's just a delicate beauty she she is she's just the yeah just this this grace in action she's so lovely you you know right off that he's gonna pick her and right off you feel a little sorry for her because you know that she's this isn't what she thinks is happening she's this is all being manipulated because this older man wants a date 
And um, but as I've said before, he is repaid for his deception. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> she yes, will he not is. be. A, she will not be a good stepmother. She has some. She has a you know a satchel full of uh, implements and uh, you know fishing wire and and and, and whatever she uses. And she's and got some issues. She really does. And this is one. Weren't there rumors of an American remake at there one were. point? There were. And uh, please I, don't. I know. Please don't. If you Honestly, have- Takashi Miike, who's the director and who's a genius and who's one of our favorites, not not a lot of his movies are going to translate well uh, if uh, made in America. So we're hoping that it never happens, especially with this one, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I don't see how you could do any better. No. In, fa- in fact, you know, the chances are if, you know, old boy is any indication, yeah. you're going to do a lot a worse. A lot worse. And- the real extreme Asian films, we just can't, we just can't match it. We just can't. We should yeah. stop trying. Yeah. Because you end up in case in point, old boy, and how they Hollywood up the ending oh, yeah. and try to get because I don't know if they don't give American audiences enough credit. Right, that that we can we can follow a whole. We don't have to like the main character. We yeah. don't like nobody has to be redeemed. It right. doesn't has to happen. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I There's no redeeming would. Asami, so hopefully nobody were to we're going to try that one. Um, uh, yeah. Um, no. No. And that would totally ruin everything. Yeah. It would uh, if if they did that. But uh, but her performance is fantastic. Plus, whatever it is that she's saying that sounds like kitty, 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 kitty. Like, I don't want I whatever, whatever it is she's saying. I don't want to hear it in English because the fact that it sounds like she's saying kitty makes the whole thing that much creepier to me. Like, yeah, because she seems like such a delicate little schoolgirl, you know, well, and then, then she takes out the piano wire and up oh, there goes your foot. Yeah. And that's a total <laughs> contrast it, because, you know, just a couple of movies ago, we were talking about how perfect Kathy Bates was because she's sturdy and yeah. she's. And, and and it worked for that. It did. But in this, it, it, it works because she's so... Oh, yeah. Uh, she's so delicate, you think, uh, like that. And, and because, like the uh, the guy, mm-hmm. uh, who kind of reflects the audience's view, that she is going to be vulnerable, and you right. do feel sorry. And that's what you, you want to feel. That's right. what they want you to feel, because they know what's coming. And the fact that you can't believe she's capable of this just adds to to the horror of it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does it hurt? <laughs> And the way she says it, that she's getting such perverse glee out of it. Oh, so yeah. that's one that I think um, is a, a cult favorite. Yeah. By uh, and, and very well earned. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people haven't seen that one, but uh, but oof, definitely good from 1999. So who does that leave us Audition. with? Audition. That leaves us with. You know what? I feel like we should take a break for one second and right. just celebrate the woman who made this all possible, the greatest female villain of all time, Wicked Witch of the West. Oh yeah. Is yeah. that a horror movie? But she was the first, best, greatest, most iconic female villain ever, I think. She's great. She's awesome. Yeah. She's and she looks so cool. Yep. And it, she terrified, you know, with her flying monkeys. I mean, she terrified generations of children. So yeah. good for you. And she went on to be the Maxwell House lady. <laughs> That's right. Margaret Hamilton. That's we we right. tip our witch's hat to you. You're we right. Do. I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah. Um, but I can't argue. <laughs> no. Because yeah, she was she was fantastic. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Big shoes to fill. Big big, big shoes to steal from someone else. Yeah. But we've got a good one. And uh we've talked about this one before with good reason, but we'll focus on the uh the female villain when she comes a knocking and a smoking from <laughs> two thousand seven inside. Yeah, we don't even know her name. La Femme. La Femme. La that's, Femme. But that's good. It's perfect. It's one of those nameless characters. Oh, yeah. You know, because she doesn't need a name. No. And what and what she does in wanting that baby. Oh, my God. Beatrice Dahl. 
She That's- is... Magnificent. Yeah. She's so she's great. She's so great. The, one of the early scenes where she's like dressed like an old-fashioned nurse, yes. you know, just cha- chain-smoking inside the hospital and yep. being horrible, uh, just saying the most awful things. You're like, what is up with that lady? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, she's totally deranged. Okay. <laughs> I know. Gotcha. That, that really sets the tone. It you does. know, if you see this and and have no idea, let's say you just said it, you have no idea about anything. Um, and you didn't look at the movie poster that has the knife at the woman's belly. Don't look at that. <laughs> you just sit down. Yeah, that set, that will unnerve you oh, yeah. from the start. It's so uncomfortable. It is. Yeah. She's mean. She's Now, of course, you know, she has a reason. You find She has a reason to feel that way. Right. She's had that, that loss and, and who she blames for it. Um, but, yeah, so she then goes after, uh, I forget the, the woman in the house's name. I don't remember the character's yeah, name. Yeah, the woman who's there by herself. Yes, it's the night before. She's they're going to induce labor the following day, which will be Christmas Day, which is this, which makes this one of my all time favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> and she's morose about it because in the car accident at the beginning, where which caused really the uh, animosity between the two, she lost her husband. So she's she's not happy about the pregnancy anyway. So she finally goes to bed. Uh, but before that happens, you, she's get this mean knock on the door, and it's just and the what the way La Femme dresses, she's just this mm-hmm. long like skirts the ground, old fashioned black dress with boots. She just kind of looks like a Wicked Witch of the West. I mean, she looks and she's always smoking. Um, and uh, and so she, we've already had a run in with her, and and uh, uh, we think that she's gone. And the pregnant woman goes to bed, and then you just see her over in the corner. And not only, but she's got those big ass scissors. You know what? I don't think anybody should. Don't keep a big pair of big ass scissors at your house. <laughs> you know, have the kind that are safe for children, just just in case. And, and you know, it gets very bloody. But and, just and, right from the beginning, when she opens yeah. them up, you got the really sharp silver point, mm-hmm. and she just drags it up the belly to the to the belly button, and then in, and you're like, ah! I know. And then they show those scenes of like inside the womb, oh, you know, yeah. the baby bouncing around yeah. and thing, um, which is weird. But my favorite parts of this are when. You know, the mistaken identity when people come oh God, to the yeah. door. Because it's so slyly, yeah. darkly funny. Yeah, yeah, it is. When the, the, the older man uh, comes to the door and then just, just assumes that she is the pregnant woman's mother. Right, right. And they're going to sit down and they're going to have some chit-chat. You're like, oh, man, this is going to go. When he figures out and she figures out oh, yeah. what's going on. This is more gonna, scissors. More scissors. Oh, yeah, and, it doesn't go well. Yeah. But and that, you know what? She doesn't just dish out abuse, though she does. She can take a punch. She can take oh. some. She can take a beating this she way. Can. She can take fire. She can. She's. <laughs> she's also sturdy, sturdier than you might think. Yeah, and it just it, it gets so bloody. You know when uh, when the pregnant woman locks herself in the bathroom and, and then on the steps on later. The steps, and then, yeah, it's yeah. a really, really, really bloody film. You know, and we actually got chastised a, a couple of weeks ago for not having this uh, higher on our list of what uh, two two thousand two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, which, okay, yeah, Guil- I mean, guilty, we, yeah, I think. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it, the, as we said dur- during that podcast, it it was shocking how many great films came yeah. out in but that 10-year span. Because fans, it's, I understand why yeah, you yeah, think it would absolutely. be, because it is. It's so it's so well done and so um, so extreme and is, is spearheaded by this this performance. And uh, yeah, what's her name again? I'm sorry. Beatrice Dahl. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like, uh, and she's, uh, what about her... Uh, after after this, have we seen uh, her pop you know, up in things? She's made uh, she's made a couple films with the same director um, who did some shorts in the uh, um, ABCs of Death collections oh, and stuff okay. like that. So so yeah. he uses her a lot. 
Well, she's been around a long time. She's a French actress, so yeah. if it's not a horror movie, mostly we don't see them. But she's yeah. been around for a long time. Yeah. Well, as we said before, we have all types of all types of mad respect for the French and their horror movies. That's right. Uh, and this and this is definitely near the top. And our top female villain, besides the Wicked Witch of the West, that's which right. Gets, she's off in the Hall of Fame. That's right. Exactly. We put her in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We went to the judges again for that and made the rules. <laughs> but uh, all right, so uh, you know what? Let us know if we if we missed something. And I could see where we did. You know, something slipped through the cracks. Yeah. And uh, please point it out. Well, let me tell you who they're going to point out. So okay. um, Jessica Walter, play Misty for me. I oh, bet, I bet, yeah. And uh, Betsy Palmer. And that's even better for me because yeah. that's you know, right. Because in my you're a DJ. Daytime, that's I'm a right. radio so. DJ. <laughs> so uh, you get these crazy callers that want to hear, you know, some old, you know, fancy or something. Uh, yeah, that was awful because I, I for years I, I was a, a DJ in country music Boo. radio, which whew, was hard to take. I apologize if you like country, but I don't, and uh, so that's why I said fancy. But anyway, but yeah, Betsy Palmer, Friday oh, the Thirteenth. Yeah. yeah, people are gonna. I'm just gonna tell you already what you're gonna yell at me about, and those are the two and the most. I figure we're gonna she get the was most great, heat on. Betsy she Palmer. was. She yeah. was great. And and the the first Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So yeah. So those are good. So we'll mention them anyway. And you know, another one, and I don't think anybody would say this, but, you know, she was in also ran for me uh, because you and I like this movie. A lot of people don't. Um, Megan Fox, Jennifer's Body. Yes. We like Jennifer's Body. Yes. It's a good movie. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, and it kind of surprised me yeah. at the time how but much I Diablo did like. Cody wrote it. Yeah, which that's, who we like. That's, yeah, um, that's, I think, mostly what you need to know. Yeah, it has a, a good attitude about it, and, and it's funny. It um, is funny. You know, at the time... Amy Sedaris is in it. Amy Sedaris, who we love. Uh, at the time, it got, unfortunately, all that publicity for the makeout scene between Amanda Seyfried and uh, Megan Fox. When, you know what? Get over it. Right. Uh, because there's there's a, a good, fun horror movie yeah, in there. I agree. And uh, so, yeah, I like that one, too. So there's there's some. At least we mentioned them. But you can, uh, you can definitely bring those up and more uh, if there's some great female horror movie villains that we missed. Let us know. Again, Chastise us. Yeah. We understand. Uh, again, on Twitter, we're uh, at Mad Wolf. We can do the... Uh, the uh, the Facebook page where uh, Mad Wolf Columbus on Facebook. You can also get in touch with us uh, at Golden Spiral Media. It's the lovely people who host our podcast. GoldenSpiralMedia.com where you can uh, leave us a comment or even a voice message. And as we talked about a little uh, last week, we have lots of exciting stuff coming up and planning shows and planning some other things. Some for guest hosts some to join guest us. Hosts, uh, some uh, some Fright Club live events if you're in our area in central ohio we do do uh, fright club live events and we have some major news that we're very excited about uh coming up about that very soon but uh, in terms of the next podcast we hope to see uh poltergeist the new poltergeist right we're gonna watch that this week and assuming that we love it then we will probably do a podcast around that maybe what poltergeist and scary clown movies poltergeist <laughs> and haunted house movies we haven't done haunted house movies we yet. have not done haunted house okay no. But, so maybe uh, that'll be something, something in there. Definitely on on our radar is um, Sam Rockwell movies. It yeah. would just be that and what Clown House. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Clown Joshua. House. Right, he's in Joshua. Oh, that's right. He does Joshua. actually. He, he's done a handful of yeah, horror films. I he forgot has. about Joshua. Plus, he's always great. Yes, love Sam Rockwell. But uh, and we do have coming soon. We promise we are going to do the uh, most extreme scenes. Right. Uh, narrow it down to scenes, not just movies. So you can always keep those coming too, uh, anytime. And we'll we'll definitely do a an official uh, solicit for those. But if they come to your mind, just shoot them off because because that's, that's going to be We're a keeping fun. keeping a catalog. You we know, are. in case there's something we haven't seen or haven't thought of. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot coming down uh, coming down the road, the Fright Club Road, and uh, we're excited about it, and hopefully you are too. So, so but, but for this week, let us know what you think about the top five horror movie female villains, what we missed, what we got wrong, and we will definitely uh, keep that 
keep that conversation going. So until next week, I'm Hope Madden. And I am George Wolf, and this is the Fright Club Podcast. Stay frightful, my friends.